on this episode of the Best of Bias podcast, you got me, myself, and I talking some pop culture topics. It's kind of a rapid fire um, kind of, you know, podcast today. It's just me by myself. So just kind of rambling on stuff I want to get you guys caught up on, man. I am back from vacation. It's been uh, somewhat of a layover since you guys seen me last, but I'm back. Um, AK is not here with me today, so it's me just kind of going over some stuff. So for, forgive me if I kind of ramble and kind of go off on some tangents, but I'll try to keep it directed. Um, it's basically pop culture, man. Some sports sprinkled in from here uh, from time to time, depending on where I go. Uh, I'm still waiting for some of these guests to pop up, so I might not give away everything. Just something for y'all to chew on on this Friday. I know I got some episodes to record this weekend, so plenty more to come. But this episode is going to be basically just me spitting at y'all, telling y'all how I feel about some this pop culture has been in the you know pop culture sphere as i like to say um in the last couple of weeks so um enjoy the episode it's just me but you know i got a clean face today so it's gonna be nice to look at but yeah for audio listeners welcome back visual listeners welcome back hit that like button hit that subscribe button but it's the best of bias podcast enjoy it's the best uh best of bias you need to hear for from pop culture to the movies to Unitas, it's the best, uh, best of bias, yeah. uh, the best of bias, yeah. uh, the best of bias. You are now listening to the Best of Bias Podcast with Lydell De Niro and Hugo Twilight. What's up, everybody? It's your boy. Like I said, it's just me today. I'm gonna get into some of this pop culture stuff, man. Um, I miss y'all. I miss y'all. It's been a while. Um, I have been promising guests, and they all have been kind of flaky, like a fresh croissant, if you know what I mean. So, um, they will be coming on soon. I promise. I have friends. <laughs> I promise you guys, I do. It's just that sometimes it's hard to kind of coordinate these. Uh, you know, these meetings, these podcasts, when you got a bunch of people, successful friends doing what they do with their careers, you know what I'm saying? But we hope to get um, Chelsea and Jen on here in the next episode and next, you know, probably this weekend, hopefully. Um, we also got Deshaun coming up. Um, we'll talk some more gaming and hopefully we can get the return of AKA. He did travel cross country. Um, he drove all the way across the country to Indianapolis. So it's been a while um, since we kind of got down, got to sit down and talk podcast, but he's getting all set up there. I'm sure um, once he's all settled, he'll be back in case, you know, for all his fans out there, uh, you know, everybody's missing him on the screen. But without further ado, let's hop into some stuff. Um, firstly, I want to say RIP, man, these RIPs come every podcast. It seems like we have somebody to say RIP to, but um, RIP Treble Man, um, artist out out of Atlanta, more than an artist. Um, he was a very in, uh, influential person in the city of Atlanta. Um, kind of, I would think, a figure that, you know, these younger guys kind of look up to. Um, somebody that was in the streets, may still have been in the streets, but kind of like had doing it in a more mature way, a little bit more mature, and it's kind of like leading. I don't know if that is kind of like a oxymoron to be a mature street dude kind of like leading the way for young people. But it's just, I mean, if you're going to be in the streets, there's ways to do it, I feel like. And, um, you know, some of the OGs per se need to kind of like, you know, teach the youngins the way to be because the streets is wild and there's multiple shootings out, um, whether it's gang related or just fight related. People are just shooting and hitting innocent bystanders. And those some of those tragedies I'll talk about a little later. But 
for now. Uh, yeah, RIP Trouble, his family. Um, I thought he would be the last one to get in some trouble like this, or not even trouble, just in like incidents, just because of the way he moved. I thought that he would, you know, he was secure in the streets in Atlanta. Everybody respected him as a person of notice, and this kind of thing wouldn't happen to him. Actually, it was some kind of domestic um, incident um, to where. Uh, he was at a girl's house, one of his girl's friends, a girl, a friend, that's a girl. I don't know if it was like somebody who took it up with or whatever. That doesn't matter, actually. But um, I think an ex-boyfriend of hers or something like that um, saw that they were hanging out together. And he was disgruntled about that and supposedly beat up the girl and then shot uh, trouble once in the chest, uh, killing him, which is it's, it's tragic, man. Um, now, I wouldn't say he's an artist that I listen to a lot, but he's one of the artists that I did respect, um, especially coming at the Atlanta Sound, one of the artists that he was behind the scenes. He was, you know, friends with everybody. Um, you know, everybody knew him, um, you know, had features on everybody's songs. And after a while, you started to see him on TV and it's just like him articulate himself. And it's like, man, his vibe is really cool. Um, what he stood for is really cool. And he will be missed, man. We lose another one. It's just kind of tragic to see all these hip hop people, you know, so our stars, up and coming stars, young dudes being taken away from us super early on some, I mean, it seems like it's always the same stuff, either gun violence or drugs, man. I wish hip hop was in a better place to where, you know, it, it was more positively influenced and we could probably, you know, prosper off the music and not have all this other shit going around, you know, that you feel like you have to do on the other side to maintain street cred or popularity in the rap, you know, in hip hop, you know, it's, it's just kind of, it's just tragic. Um, and that, you know, kind of goes hand in hand with the next couple of tragedies that we heard about recently, the one in um, Uvalde, Texas in Tulsa. Um, firstly, with Uvalde, Texas, um, this 18 year old boy shoots up a elementary school, um, killing 18 people, which is completely tragic, man. It's just seeming like these shootings, mass shootings are happening more and more in places that we would think were sacred. You know what I mean? Churches, grocery stores movie theaters, uh, kids' schools, hospitals. It's just nuts. Um, he took another, it's another uh, AR-15 situation, um, assault rifles. Um, it's just kind of crazy how much access people have to these weapons to be able to do these things, especially if you're going to stores and buying them. There should be ways to kind of track who has these weapons and who has access to them. So if stuff like this does happen, we can kind of pinpoint that and like, I don't know, background checks and this should be way harder. And my stance on it, my bias on it for sure, is to get these assault weapons, any weapon at all, you kind of need to do a, ment a mental check, a background check, uh, all kinds of stuff to make it a little bit harder for these people to be able to do these kind of things, um, especially going into kids' schools like, what was it like 11 year olds to like 14 year olds like little kids he not to make it any like he didn't even go to a high school he went to a little kid school to where he knew that everybody would be so defenseless to where he can just get away with what he did and then of course he was killed at the scene but it's just nuts man these people do these things and uh, have like backstory like stuff that they put online that kind of you could attract and nipped in the bud a long time ago if they really did pay attention but yet we're out here knowing everything about these rico cases these rappers are doing and everything these rappers are doing you know what they say in their songs you know when they turn left you know when they turn right you know when they wipe their ass but these 
motherfucking serial killers, these murderers, mass shooters can go online and type what they're going to do up in a community group and nobody has anything, has no clue that this is going to happen or, you know, pictures with the guns and you don't think this shit's going to happen? Like, come on, man. It's wild. And it just has... It just has a weird undertone to it that I don't like. It leaves a sour taste. And for the fact that, you know, people in the government still feel like they shouldn't change the gun laws because, you know, mass shootings are going to happen regardless. Like I saw a poll that like 72 percent of I think it was Congress or something felt like there should be something done about the access, you know, something done about the access to these weapons. And then 22 percent of them or like, yeah, 22% of them said that uh, mass shootings are going to happen anyway. So we got to like, just kind of learn to deal with it or some stupid shit like that. It's just wild how people think you can see little kids get killed. You can see old people get killed at grocery stores. And the case of Tulsa here, uh, four people killed in a hospital. You know what I mean? Like, it's just places that that are supposed to be, again, sacred and where you're not supposed to be out doing that. Nobody's supposed to shoot anybody at all, but places where people are healing, places of worship, where little kids are, uh, and it, like people, where people people are with their families, and movie, shit like that shouldn't be going down. Um, I know there's a lot of stories out there that are being intertwined, which are kind of like regular street violence kind of thing. And there are a lot of people getting hit, and those should be considered as mass shootings, but I don't think they're the same as these racially motivated killings that are out there happening. And I feel like they're trying to lump those together when they talk about mass shootings right now in media, um, kind of trying to take onus off of what's going on it's like what's happening everywhere it's happening in the hood people are shooting at each other and people are getting hit that's not i don't think that's the same as somebody having an ar-15 and going to a kid's school is mowing down a bunch of kids and teachers that's that's i don't know there's something more specific there's there's bigger fish to fry uh i know that might be a bad term but it's like come on now it's, it's getting wild it's like each week we hear about something new um that is going on that is just tragic it's nuts man it needs to slow down it needs to stop completely but we need to make steps at least in the right direction to slow it down before we can just turn the faucet off completely i just think that kind of somber stuff in there um rp to all the families you know what i'm saying to all these situations um i just pray if the world gets in a better place um sometime really soon um, to lighten up the, you know, the topics here a little bit. The Warriors and Celtics series is going on right now, 1-1. Um, I was surprised Celtics took the first game. Uh, me personally, I felt like the Celtics were going to take this series anyway. Um, it's just how I feel about it. I felt like they had bigger, longer um, defenders that could kind of shut off, uh, shut down. The Splash Brothers, adding now Jordan Poole. Um, I thought Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum could be enough to kind of you know, shut those people down, especially with uh, Derek White kind of putting on the straps lately. Alf Horford being able to kind of neutralize Draymond Green. And then you have Robert Williams who can kind of neutralize Looney if they play him. So I thought they'd have a chance. And that kind of manifested itself the first game, um, even though Steph Curry did go off at like 21 points in the first quarter, which was nuts. Um, but in the second game, it, you know, uh, the Warriors kind of showed their true selves, especially at home. Uh, they knew if they lost that game, They'll be in dire straits trying to win over there in Boston, two games in a row not to get eliminated. You know what I mean? So they had to win that game. Um, they did split at home. I think it's really good momentum for them because um, the Boston Celtics are privy to losing at home. They have lost a lot at home in the playoffs thus far. So if the Warriors can still win there, 
um, and they can, you know, be tied maybe 2-2 going back home for game five, that'll be beneficial for them, obviously. But um, I think they could do it. I mean, basically, if they, you know, if the Celtics keep turning over the ball like they did um, in game two, I think it was like 19 turnovers leading to 33 points or some shit like that. Um, you're not going to beat the Warriors like that, especially if they have, you know, the shooting on all cylinders. Um, Clay Thompson's had a bad night and it still felt like uh, the Celtics were getting blown out um, by Steph Curry and just kind of the movement. Um, there's a lot being said about Draymond Green's play and how he played, uh, you know, how he was kind of like playing a little chippy um, after they give him his first technical. Um, he's kind of talking a lot about how he feels like he can play freely because they're not going to give him a second to eliminate him from the from the playoffs, especially in the finals. So I think he knows he has a little bit of leeway and he can get away, get away with a lot more, which is kind of a fucked up mentality in the sense of if you're the opposite team. But we'll see how that goes in Boston. I don't think it'll work out the same, especially with uh, the crowd and the players probably going to be trying to egg them on a lot more, um, especially with analysts and ex-coaches and ex-players all saying that's what people should do. Try to rile them up more, get in his face and stuff like that. That, that way, if he does have a first technical he's not going to be able to maintain himself and he's going to get kicked out <laughs> regardless. It's just kind of funny to me how he just, he just actually feels like he has to do that to um, add to his team. You know, if he's like, if, if he doesn't do that, if he's not an agitator, he might as well, you know, get out of the game now and be kicked out of the game because he's not going to be any use to his team. But I mean, I don't know, man, because after, because right now you play some young boys and I guess that might work in the finals. And I mean, maybe that's what it needs to, you know, that's, that's what it's for to win these finals, get in the playoffs and win. But after a while, um, you antagonizing these guys may work against you because, you know, they could just, you know, use that as motivation to, you know, dog you. And that could happen. We've seen the Warriors lose by like 50 in the game before. So do not let the Celtics first game at home, them come back, you know, especially with that confidence you guys exuded. A lot of the shit you guys been talking to Memphis, a lot of the shit you guys been talking. I don't know, man. Uh, it's going to be a good series. I know the Warriors can definitely win it. I'm not going to lie to you, but um, coming this like last six out of eight finals they've been, they've been in. So there's a lot of experience there, but Man, we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. It's been a good series so far. By the time this podcast comes out on Friday, um, game uh, three of probably already happened in Boston. It's happened. Um, we're recording this. Today's Tuesday. So, yeah, the game is tomorrow. Oh, yeah, we'll probably see the result, and I'll probably get back to y'all. Y'all see it on the um, Instagram. If y'all don't follow me on that Instagram, do that shit now. Go pause the podcast and go add Best of Bias and SAC underscore like there on Instagram. And then go to the uh, YouTube page if you're not already watching the podcast on YouTube. Add, like, and subscribe, all that good stuff. And comment if you like to. Um, let us know what we can do to give you the best bias possible. But anyways, let's while we're talking about basketball, LeBron James being the first active basketball player to actually it might be sports player. Um, you know, if I'm wrong, don't quote me. I feel like either way, he reached uh, the earnings of a billion dollars. So the only active sports player, I'm going to say sports player, I'm going to say it with my chest. If I'm wrong, 
whatever my chest will deflate but right now i'm saying it with my chest he's like the highest earning active sports player right now being worth a billion dollars which is an elite class and it's an acknowledgement that deserves a round of applause i'm gonna do a little baby golf clap you know what i'm saying let me get up this way you know what i'm saying um just to let you know i, I mean i respect lebron james to the fullest you know what i'm saying he's my uh i would he used to be my third favorite player but you know i'm, I'm loyal to my nuggets so i think he got pushed down to maybe four four and a half <laughs> but it's whatever it's whatever lebron i really respect him he's my top five for sure um my my top five players that i like i'm saying i'm not saying the best top five players ever but my favorite top five my bias you know what i'm saying i'll let y'all know that one day right now but i ain't gonna spit it to you all right i'll do it i got carmelo i got nicola Jokic, i got jamal murray and i got lebron james what can i can i can i not can i not have that can i not have that bias it's mine you know what I'm saying? But whatever. But yeah, LeBron's make LeBron making a billion dollars. Yeah, it was destined to happen, man. He has all kind of like business endeavors. Uh, Maverick Carter um, and his boy, I mean, his name is uh, slipping my mind right now, but he's always in the media. So I don't know how he's dating Adele. Uh, Y'all know who I'm talking about. Anyways, his two homies he put on um, and they've been make, doing work since he's actually gotten a league. You know what I mean? Um, the sports agency, the production company, the movies, actually being able to do Space Jam 2, uh, all that's pretty wild to me. Um, opening the school, all the endorsements. I'm still tripping off how he got the uh, LeBron James, uh, LeBron James brand to actually be sponsored, um, sponsored at FAMU. So that's pretty dope. Hopefully he expands out there on the um, HBCUs and sponsors a lot of those programs. That'll be tight. I mean, you know, he's following in Jordan's footsteps already, but that'll be a great next step for him, um, especially putting on and putting some money in the pockets of the HBCUs. That'll be great. Um, but yeah, congratulations, LeBron. I know I got a bunch of LeBron James fan friends out there. Um, and we've all been watching his growth since he first got in the league. Um, we've been super proud. Um, some of these finals, um, you know, I, I wish he would have won tweaks so he can be kind of like solidified. Uh, me personally, I was a little when Jordan was doing his thing. So um, Kobe and LeBron were my guys that I was pretty much watching and they were ones that are winning everything. Um, me being a Nuggets fan, I kind of was not really the biggest Lakers fan of all time. So I didn't really, you know, look up to Kobe as much as I looked up to LeBron being able to do it as a young boy. Um, and growing up right before eyes, of course, he's older than me. I don't I'm not calling him a young boy, but yeah, seeing him do everything he's been able to do, accomplish what he's been able to accomplish, all the doubters be proven wrong to a certain extent. He only has four. Um, if he got, you know, a couple more before he ended his, uh, you know, career, that would be dope. Add to the mantle there. And if he got to play with Brownie, that would be epic as hell, too. That would be epic as fuck, epic as fuck if we actually saw that happen. Um, if they play together wherever they play. I still like the fact that he said in a recent, on the newest The Shop on HBO, he said that, um, if he was to join the team, the team that he wished he would have joined was the Warriors or some shit like that. Come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. You could have said anything else. But, uh, yeah, I feel that. Um, yeah, what else we got here? Uh, congratulations, LeBron. Congratulations, LeBron. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say one more RIP. Metro Boomin's mom situation. That was also super tragic. Um, his mom being killed by her her boyfriend and the boyfriend actually committing suicide after. That's, that's tragic, man. What is going on in the world today? I forgot about that. I don't mean to go back to the somber stuff or nothing like that, but I couldn't go past that without giving that RIP out there, man, because... That is super sad for some shit like that to happen. I couldn't even imagine that shit happening. 
uh, in my family, you know what I mean? I don't want to think about it, but it's like prayers out to Metro Boomin. Um, man, take some time, my man. Um, prayers out to him and his family. Um, next topic we got here. I want to leave the boxing um, to when we were with AKA so he can kind of go over some of the stuff there. I know he loves the boxing. He goes really in-depth into the fighting. And I want to wait for it, but I just want to talk about the Javante Davis and the Roley fight. You guys saw that a couple of weeks ago. But me and AKA haven't talked about it. You guys saw the knockout. Yeah, Javante knocked that boy out. But we'll talk more in details about that. I know you guys saw it. The knockout scene around the world the last couple of weeks. And then uh, another fight we recently had, Devin Haney. Uh, versus Cambosis went out there to Australia and did that thing to become the undisputed lightweight uh, champion of the world, uh, which is dope, especially since he's from Oakland, representing the Bay Area well there. We had Andre Ward uh, also just made the Hall of Fame, uh, 32-0. and 0. Pretty dope to see that representation in the Bay Area and uh, us to be known for some boxing. That's dope. Um, and shout out to Devin Haney. I think he's only 23 years old, so he has a lot um, in front of him, and hopefully he can sustain his champion, because I love to see champions be able to sustain that reign, and uh, especially the brothers, you know what I'm saying, especially being from Oakland and the Bay Area. Uh, keep those, uh, you know, keep training, keep striving, and he might be dating India Love, if I'm not mistaken. That's nuts. Um, but um, yeah, man, keep striving. Uh, and everybody else, young boxers out there, you know what I'm saying? Strive to be great. You never know what could happen for you. 23, 23 years old. Man. Man. Yeah, so um, shouts out to all the young boxers. Shout out to all the champions out there. I'll wait for, um, uh, our, I mean, AKA to come out here so we can, you know, we'll talk about it. Maybe a little bit old, maybe a couple of fights passed, passed in, but I'm going to try to get him in here this week so it won't get past two you know, too far past before he talks about it. So, because we got to talk about that Obi-Wan uh, new season dropped on Disney Plus, and we still got to talk about the boys' first three episodes dropping. Don't think we forgot about those shows and reviews. We can get those reviews out real, real soon. Um, those That's a mandatory must, Mando type shit. So, uh, not Mandalorian, just mandatory. But yeah, we got to talk about that. So don't worry, we will be talking about that super, 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 super soon. Again, once AKA comes um, and gets back on here, gets settled. I just saw, I know he's a, a very enthusiastic about Star Wars too, and I'm waiting to get his uh, reflection on that. And the boys, if you guys watch the boys and you guys already seen the first three episodes, that shit is crazy. They started off with a bang and you guys already know the rest of the season is going to be a bang as well. Keep watching, keep enjoying. We will get that review out to you very, very soon. Uh, what else do I got? What else do I got? Um, shoot, OTAs is started for the NFL. I'm very, very excited for that. Should I just throw that out right now? Go on my rant about the Buccaneers. Um, we just got Akeem Hicks, man. I've been hearing really good things about him as of late. Of course, I've known what he did with his career in the Bears. I um, played for the Patriots for a little while. Um, he's been, man, he's been to the Pro Bowl a couple of years, and he's a big boy, like six, like six three, six four, about three hundred fifty pounds. You got Vita Vea, same size right there, plug, plugging up the middle. Um, we just drafted Logan Hall, six six, big boy, two ninety, and we still got um. We still, who else we got up there? Oh, we got Shaq Barrett still, uh, uh, Joe Tryon Shoyinka. It's going to be some run clogging quarterback sacking going on. Hopefully, our secondary can hold up. Uh, we re signed Carlton Davis. Still got uh, Jamel Dean. Still got um, 
Sean Murphy Bunting. We signed Logan Hall, so he's going to be our nickel slash hopefully safety um, and hopefully holds it down because we had so many injuries last year that we had nobody in the secondary and everybody toasted us because they couldn't run on us. They were able to throw it to anybody they wanted because all our corners were hurt. So hopefully this year we can sustain that with the signing of Logan Ryan. The signing of Logan, ugh, signing of Logan Ryan. And then we did also sign Keanu Neal. Uh, to play safety as well, kind of a box safety slash linebacker in certain packages. Todd Bowles is our coach now, so we have a bunch of different uh, defensive packages, I'm sure. And we're going to start start implementing a whole bunch of stuff and get to our defense to be in them grave diggers again. You already know we got Antoine Winfield in the back, Mike Edwards in the back as well, holding it down. Linebackers, Devin White, of course. Levante David, of course. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be holding down the middle all day. So we got a bunch of shit going down. Anthony Nelson, let me not forget about him. He came on strong. And on the other side, of course, we got a bunch of new tight ends, linemen, because you know we got to protect Tom Brady. He came back. Uh, we got Gedecki, um at our, our right guard after we lost Alex Kappa. Shaq Mason took over for Al- Ali Marpet at left guard, so you replaced him, pro bowler for pro bowler. And then left tackle, of course, we still got Donovan Smith, right tackle Tristan Wirfs. Running backs, uh, Leonard Fournette signed back for three years, uh, $36 million deal. Actually, $30 million, I think it was, $30 million deal with incentives and shit like that. We signed Richard White. If you don't know who that is, go look him up on us or on YouTube. He was getting off on YouTube. If you look at those highlights, and he looks saucy out there on the field too. He knows how to, you know, put on that uh that that football drip. Um, so hopefully it'll be a good second down back. He reminds me a lot of Le'Veon Bell. So if you check that out, um, hopefully we got a good one-two punch there. Still got Giovanni Bernard and a couple of other guys we we're still hoping to sign, hoping Gronk comes back, sign Cade Otten. I drafted him actually out of Washington, a dope ass tight end until he hurt his ankle last year. Um, he's recovering from that, but at full strength, he's supposed to be a dope ass tight end with Cameron Brayton, and hopefully Rob Gonkowski uh, signing back. That boy don't want to go to OTAs or do nothing. So hopefully he just kind of signs back right before training camp so we can get started um, for week one. We got the Cowboys week one. So we're hoping to do some damage. Let me not stop there. We got the receiving core, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, re- you know, recovering from injury. So you should get him back about week three. But we did sign Russell Gage from the Atlanta Falcons. Still got Scotty Miller, Jalen Darden. I'm hoping, I'm still keeping my fingers crossed that we signed Julio Jones. Hopefully he's getting his, you know, working out, getting his hamstrings right. And then we signed him late because I think we still have some cap space to do some things if we really want to. Um, the Rams ain't the only people that signing people, uh, re-signing people, even though they fucking gave Aaron Donald a new contract worth hella money. I think he, it was like a $40 million raise. I think he'll make $40 million this year and $30 million next year, paying out like hella money off over the next two years, uh, up to two, uh, 2024. Um, no trade clause, making him like the highest non-quarterback player ever in NFL history, which is well-deserved because um, like a lot of people were saying, Shannon was saying, um, the Rams can credit a lot of their playoff wins, a lot of their wins at all, to uh you know Aaron Donald's play whether it's him well making plays himself or hear him clearing the way for other players to make plays he affected yeah he's probably gonna go down my opinion as one of the most consistent one of the best defensive players of all time because boy can't nobody stop him one-on-one of course and He's only 30, so I think he, if he wanted to play a good another six years, he could because of the shape that he keeps himself in. And he's super strong, and his training is crazy as fuck. He's like the only defensive lineman I know with a six-pack. Like, And he might be almost 300 pounds with a six-pack. Shit is nutty. Nose tackle. 
crazy. But we're not talking about the Rams right now. We're talking about the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, I hope we have we have one of the hardest schedules. Our Rams have first. We have the fourth. We start off the season with the Cowboys. Week two, I think we play like Green Bay or something. Week three, play. No, we week two we play Saints. Week three, play Green Bay, and then we play fucking the Chiefs. So hopefully, we get the game the team together pretty fast, so we can just kill shit, so we can get to where we need to be. Um, and that's my spill on that. Uh, what we got next? We got Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp. I know you guys have probably heard about uh, that verdict in that case. I know you guys have probably been tracking it on Twitter, TikTok, or wherever you've been following it. Um, but we did get the verdict recently, and Johnny Depp win, uh, won like 13 cases, a bunch of cases of defamation against Amber Heard. She won like one case against his lawyer for saying some weird shit about her, uh, some statement that was kind of blasphemous. That she did win about $3 million, but in total, and defamation uh, money, um, Johnny Depp ended up winning $15 million from her. So cancel out that $2 million that she's getting is pretty much now you owe him 13 mil. Um, hopefully he gets all his movie deals back and everybody apologize and apologizes and throw all kinds of movie deals at him because she did. Obviously, they said in the court of law that she defamed him uh, and, you know, threw his name around domestic violence, um, all kind of stuff, calling him ac- alcoholic, abuser, all kind of stuff. He might have been alcoholic, though, but all the stuff that she said about him affected his, you know, his career in Hollywood, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So and he can't get any of that back. He's getting older. You don't know what kind of roles he could have got um, or who he get, uh, who people gave those roles to um, because he wasn't able to do movies or his name wasn't touchable in the media at that time. It's kind of crazy. Um, I'm still wondering to see if they do take her out of Aquaman. I don't think they'll go that far because she needs to make that money to pay Johnny Depp. But shoot, man, I'm happy that case is over, though, because it's kind of sad to see that relationship get dragged so publicly because, I mean, they were in love at one point, I'm sure. But sheesh, there <laughs> there was cases of her cheating on him with Johnny uh, James Franco. I mean, it's just a lot of shit, a lot of mud being dragged on both of their names, which is kind of toxic. And I feel like it could have been done in a way smoother way. Um, But I mean, Amber Heard tried to kind of lie on him and it affected him in a bigger way. I think it was worth way more than $15 million. But uh, you win some, you lose some. And I think $15 million in his name, getting his name cleared more than anything is probably worth the most to him. I'm sure he's happy somewhere playing a guitar, touring somewhere with a rock and roll band doing some shit. That's why he couldn't even make the, you know, the 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 trial. He was excused from the case because he was on tour with some band um, in England or some shit like that, which is pretty baller, actually. You're like, uh, you don't have to be here to win $15 million. We'll allow you to go on tour and do whatever. Um, we'll just read your verdict and you'll hear it online. He already had a pre-prepared statement. Uh, I'm sure he knew he was going to win and shit like that. Amber Heard's statement was wild as well. Um, I've seen people online calling her the Jesse Smollett of domestic violence, which is low. That's low internet. That's low internet. But shit, maybe she is, though. That's kind of weird. Um, moving on next to kind of toxicity. Um, shit, man. Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, she recently came out and put out a video talking about how she's going to have a red table talk based on alopecia and how... Kind of at the end of the statement, she said she wishes the slap never happened and wish the two brothers can kind of get together and hope they mend fences and 
kind of are able to work together for the culture, blah, 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 which I think was kind of harsh, man. She used her platform in a slick way to kind of make it seem like Chris Rock was still at fault. That me personally, I, I, you know where I stand on it. I feel like the joke wasn't that bad. The slap wasn't deserved. I think she kind of manipulated him into doing that. And I think it's something behind the scenes that is causing him to feel this way. And the slap wasn't meant for Chris Rock. He probably was just letting out his frustration at that moment in Chris Rock, on Chris Rock. And I feel like that's kind of sad. I feel like they do need to mend fences, but I don't think it's on Will Smith or Jada Pinkett's terms. And I damn sure feel like they should not do it on the red table because there's no way you're going to slap the shit out of me and then use that apology for his benefit hell no or for their benefit to make y'all look like a good people in this instance hell no you shouldn't have put your hands on them if you felt some type of way my thing was if you walk on stage if you do anything like that maybe whisper something in his ear maybe that'll be a little gangster if he was caught if he was telling more jokes as you walked away then maybe you take it to another level but you know it's it's i heard on the radio um will packard was the person putting on um hosting you know producing that oscars who's a black man um, a black man was winning an Oscar and a black man was out there giving away awards. So it was a ultimately black night. And on that night, he picked that day to decide to act up, which was a bad look overall. I mean, he was defending his wife. I can't I'm not going to leave that out because he was defending his wife's honor. Um, again, that Red Table Talk was about alopecia and women dealing with alopecia. And there was a woman on there who said she uh almost committed suicide due to her alopecia and how she felt about it. Um, so they made it a really, um, I would say one-sided kind of episode thing. Like, let's make you, let's make you guys feel really sympathetic towards me and my alopecia and then be like, okay, I'm, I'm extending this olive branch. They should recover. They should be friends. They should mend these fences and just be friends again. It's like, no, you slapped me. Like, uh, shouts out to everybody with alopecia. I'm not like poo-pooing that at all. That is something that people deal with and insecurities are real. Um, people deal with those every day. It may not be alopecia, but it can be anything. And I, and that is real. Um, I have my insecurities about some things. Some of them may not be very valid. Like sometimes my fucking fingernails be crazy. I'd be like, people don't look at my fingernails. <laughs> or my handwriting. I'm like, God, I don't look at my shit either. It's, it's embarrassing. But um, yeah, man, just be you. Um, if you have alopecia, got to shave your head, man. Rock that shit. Don't be ashamed of that shit. People do weirder stuff in the world. Uh, being bald, I'm a shit. I'm gonna be bald soon. Everybody's gonna be bald soon. So if you have to, you know, go a little early, rock that shit. I've seen plenty of people out there rocking that that bald do and looking pretty fine, men and women. Well, what? No, I'm, people look good with their haircut. Either way, is what I was trying to say. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, what we got next on these topics here? Um, a lot of these stuff, uh, stuff I have planned for the episode that Jen and Chelsea were going to be on. Um, I was going to talk about um, relationship stuff and some stuff like uh, get the women's perspective on the Kevin Samuels topic and the Michael Blackson topic that we talked about before. Um, it's usually just me and AKA talking about it. So I wanted to kind of get a female's perspective on here and kind of get them to, you know, well, somebody to see, you know, say how they felt about Kevin Samuels, um, RIP, not to drag him, because people are still talking about him online and some of his uh, his talking points and stuff, though he has passed away. And, you know, it's it's kind of like showing the sides of some women that felt the side kind of way about what he was talking and when he was around. And 
there is women that kind of feel the opposite and may feel like that he's not the monster people say he was. Some of the stuff he says is valid. He's not all the way, all the way right with what he's saying, but he's not all the way wrong. Not saying Jen and Chelsea are going to be on that wave, but I do want to broach those topics um, with him as well. Um, I, there is a topic I wanted to talk about love language, which was pretty tight. Um, just how you kind of love people, how you like to receive love, how you give love and stuff like that. And there's five different types, man. Uh, words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service and physical touch. Um, also, I wanted to talk about that with people too, but nobody wants to hop on the best of bias and talk when I want to talk. Um, but yeah, I, I will save that. But me personally, I would say uh, I'm more of a words of affirmation kind of guy. I uh, it's a little sneak preview about your boy here. Um, yeah, I, I I I like to be told sometimes that I'm doing a good job. It makes me feel good, though I may not accept it in the best way. Be like, oh, thank you so much. I'd be like, oh, thanks. Yeah, I kind of inside internalize it and know I'm on the right track. Um, I don't need to be touched all the time. Receiving gifts, I don't really need to receive gifts either. Buying myself stuff makes me the happiest. Um, quality time i do like spending quality time but technology nowadays makes quality time even kind of weird because it's like you're there but you're not there there in person um but that's when i do need that physical touch when we ain't spending that quality time whether it's my love well especially if it's my loved one if it's just like uh family i don't need to be physically touched all the time i could just be near quality time my family is perfectly fine um, but words of affirmation is pretty much where I stand with it. And I kind of hope to get more talks, um, with, with a couple of friends and a couple of people of the office of sex. So we can go out here and get different versions and different thought processes. You don't have to hear me in AKA all the time or Deshaun or John, you know, we gonna talk about, you know, our bias, you've seen us enough to know what we kind of go say. So, um, that's coming soon. Probably shoot, man, there's going to be. We have to catch up, man. This vacation put us behind, kind of. So I kind of have to throw a lot of stuff at you. I hope you're all ready. Um, maybe let's talk a little bit about this update, iOS 16. There's this thing, a new update to where you can unsend messages after you send them, which is kind of interesting to me because I don't know how it's really going to work um, unless the person's like sleeping or something. But it's, it, <laughs> it is kind of weird. It's kind of weird. What do you need it for? What do you need that feature um, to like for evidence? What if people just screenshot it? Or what if the person has an Android? Are you able to do that as well? It's kind of interesting. But iOS 6, I don't know. That's kind of a boring topic, huh? You guys don't care about that. Um, I guess, I mean, I'm to the end of my little story, baby. I just got to give y'all something to chew on for a little bit um, until we get these people, these guests, uh, to talk a little bit about these shows a little bit more. Um, I don't want to go too deep into it without the homies so we can get to talking about it because um, you guys don't want to hear me rebel. But I do want to tell you guys about this merch that I got. Man, we got a whole bunch of stuff. I got some stuff next to me now. Um, I got I got a whole bunch of this stuff. You see this hat right here? You see this hat right here? I'll be rocking the truckers all the time because that's kind of like more so. Sorry to the audio listeners who can't really see what I'm doing. But to the people watching on the YouTube, I do, uh, you know. I do like these truckers. We got Best of Bias truckers. We got, uh, what else we got? We got the bucket hats, you feel me? We got a whole bunch of stuff. What else we got? Uh, the dad hats. Um, the dad hats you guys have seen before. Uh, you see the black one back there on that jersey. Um, plenty of stuff. And we got the shirts coming soon. I'm probably going to have the graphic put up here. I'll show Ariel the graphic. And um, 
anime kumite shirts coming soon because you know how we like our anime uh we haven't talked about anime uh as of recently but we'll probably get that on there with that episode we do with deshaun um when we get aka back on here too because you know we nerd out with that shit and of course there's plenty of stuff coming up i think we got uh ooh, uh jurassic park comes out this friday i think uh thor love and thunder comes out real soon a lot of stuff we're getting hit with the full force of the um summertime blockbuster so you know we're gonna have more topics uh i'm back i'm back i'm back i know you guys are waiting for an episode it's been a little while um but it's gonna be coming back in full flow um aruba was fun i really talked about it yet got a lot of sun out there if you guys haven't been definitely go visit um the beaches are amazing um the food is amazing the island is amazing the people are amazing uh yeah there's a lot of stuff to do we stayed in a villa it was really nice um there's wild dogs outside i like dogs a lot but um there was local dogs just running up and down the street which was crazy um but the villas and stuff out there was nice man uh the land um, was like desert so it's a lot of property being built out there for vacation and stuff like that so um there's a lot of property if you're looking to invest it's a good place to invest for vacation homes because it's 70 percent. i think the population or 70 percent of the economy is uh, tourism so it's always tourists there in and out um yeah so if it's a place that you want to buy buy a house out there i think the houses are going for 200 300,000 which is pretty cheap for over there um and they make those houses they trick them out in some dope villas like pools double decker see through all glass type shit it's just wild so we're looking to invest you're looking to visit just go the flights getting there is kind of wild our flights got fucked up on the process united had us messed up uh, first flight got delayed like three times, messing up our connecting flight. Uh, it was hell. Um, our whole family got split up and had to go in two waves. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the move. But if you are going, uh, make sure you get a first class ticket or something, so they won't mess your shit up. I don't know. I guess there's no way to prevent a uh, you know pl- uh, delays. But these flights, man, a lot. I've heard a lot of, about flights getting delayed now. Um, Shoot, I hope my flight to Vegas don't get delayed. I'm going right around the corner. Please don't delay that flight. Unless the plane's messed up. I'll get on a flight if the plane's messed up. I'll stay my ass off that thing. Um, but yeah, I'm back full force. Um, family had a good time. Got a little DACA. You know what I'm saying? Got a little Caribbean vibe. It looked like I'm from Aruba. I think I said that before on the Instagram. But man, I'm back full force. We have sports coming up. It's almost football season. We're going to look like uh, fantasy football coming up. Um, the best of bias in invitational 2022. Well, I guess it's 2023 season. I'll get the name set up by then, but we got a bunch of everybody running in the back. A bunch of people that were in the league last year. We'll get guests on here this season to talk about the pod. Um, I know Damo don't want to be on the pod. He, I think he's scared to be on here. If you're hearing this Damo, get your ass on the pod. Um, but yeah, we got a lot to talk about um for fantasy uh of course the finals are in full effect so we'll talk more about that um will steph curry win the championship get that mvp that has so eluded him as to now and hopefully he can get that and people say it'll solidify him in the top 10 of the nba history so he is the best shooter of all time so if he can win that championship and get that mvp that'll change some things for his uh, legacy and his for career his for his career but i still feel like i want the celtics to win i'm sorry bro um but yeah that's it man you know where to find me at sac underscore lydale on the instagram patrick underscore lydale on the snapchat um 
man, keep liking, keep adding, keep subscribing on the YouTube. There is, um, you know, getting a bunch of followers up there now. I mean, we don't have a bunch, a bunch, but I see the love growing and I, I want to see it continue to grow. So tell your friends, tell everybody to subscribe, like, comment, add some, um, you know, add some comments. Let, let me know if you want to be on the pod. Everybody's welcome. Um, hit me up in the DMs if you need some merch. Um, shirts coming soon. Um, you know where to find the pod on that website, bestofbias.com. Um, you know where to find all the old pod. I haven't said this in a while, but um, the Best of Bias podcast, you can find that episodes one through 99. Then we have Best of Bias podcast episode 99 through 100. Um, the trailer on there breaks down why we got two different podcasts, but there was a little snafu in the system and we had to move the podcast over um, to Anchor and we got a new podcast. It was the best of bias where we've had episodes 100 to 117, where you can find that now. This is episode 118. So yeah, go add that one and add this one. Listen to every episode. We have a whole bunch of show reviews on there in the past. We did all the Marvel shows that that's come out for Disney plus. We've probably done that. Um, and we reviewed it episodically. So if you haven't seen the shows, watch those and listen to reviews as we go by and all that old stuff, go listen to it. Cause it's gold. It's still there. And episodes 100 through 117 have been all gold, too. We reviewed a whole bunch of other shows, movies, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, all the pop culture that's happened the last, you know, every every week, man. We track everything. So it's there. Um, again, guests are still coming, a.k.a. Chelsea Jen, V-Ron soon. Ashley's back in the crib. So we, you know, Ash Wash will be back on here soon. Plenty more guests. Got plenty of stuff to talk about. A bunch of brands in this house a bunch of like businesses in here so we can get everybody on here and have time to you know express themselves my mom knows what uh what that's all about but to all the best of bias listeners thank you for joining me today and i just want to let y'all know i'm back i ain't gonna leave y'all again i promise unless i go on another vacation but i'll get y'all that double episode like i did last time you already know what it is it's your boy like the other narrow flying solo episode 118 what it do and where my theme song at Say it with my theme song. Y'all supposed to say it with me. It's right here. Peace out, y'all. It's the best, uh, best of bias. You need the earful. You should try us. From pop culture to the movies to Unitas. It's the best, uh, best of bias. The best of bias. It's the best of bias. You are now listening to the best of bias.